Hey, everybody, welcome in. It's The Wrap. Tom Mazaway, Clarence Black, and our friend Rod Beard from the Detroit News joining us as well. Welcome into NRM Streamcast live from the Warren RV Storage Studios here in Farmington. Yes, the Warren RV Storage Studios in Farmington. That's right. 24-hour security camera surveillance, LED-lit parking area, fenced and gated property with keypad gate code, and the gates are operational 24 hours. That's the largest RV storage place in the area. Call them. Please do. And we'll give you the number, of course, if I can find it. It's uh, 586-977-2770. And they're over on 6900 East 14 Mile Road in Warren. Tell Roger and the gang there that Maz and Clarence sent you. You can tell them Rod sent you as well. And uh, it'd be a little referral fee for you if you uh, turn somebody on and get, them, uh, get that RV out of your driveway and get it into Warren RV Storage. And uh, they'll take great care of you. Welcome in, everybody. It's The Wrap. want to thank uh, Matt Charbonneau for our last show, talking Michigan, Michigan State Week. We spared Rod Beard talking about Michigan, Michigan State. We get him for the good stuff. We talk Lions with him and uh, all kinds of other fun stuff. Rod, how are you, my man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you guys? Good. Good to have you, and, and thanks for coming on. Uh, let's start it off with the Lions making a trade. Just a couple of days ago, uh, for a conditional sixth-round pick, it could go as high as a fifth-round pick, but they get Everson Ooh, Griffin. Yeah, they get Everson Griffin uh, from the Cowboys, uh, defensive end, someone that they needed, and uh, 74 and a half sacks, 16 and a half against Detroit alone. So at least you get, at least you're not going to get sacked 16 and a half more times. At least you, maybe he's on your side this time. So what do you, you like the trade? Yeah, I like the trade, uh, not only because of the price that you're only giving up a um, a lower draft pick, but that you, you are sending the message to your team and to your fan base that you're in it. You're, you're at three and three. You have an opportunity to make the playoffs. And I just like the message that it's sent. I would hope that they're not done. I think there's other places they can improve. But certainly the pass rush was one of those. And if you didn't have to give up a lot to do it, kudos to the Lions for finding a good deal. It's usually the other way around. We're giving someone away, and we're getting a conditional sixth. Or with the Patriots, they give us like a 20th round draft pick, which doesn't even exist anymore. But back in the day, there was, but not anymore. No, so it's, it's clear. Chowder is more like it. Yeah, I know. That's basically <laughs> what it is. I think New England owes us a couple. And a lot of, lot of words out there that Stephen Gilmore is going to be uh, available. Now, oh, man, he might no not more. fit here. There's a lot of money that is owed to him. No more pats. But – you don't want you don't want the reigning defensive no player more, of the no, year, man. I don't because I'm not. He's not going to be that here, man. I don't want no more Pats, man. Okay, I don't, man. You look at Julian Edelman, like all those guys. I, I just I think there is something to <laughs> the Brady the Brady aspect, man. I think it's just there is something not right with them dudes, and it's time to put it to bed. Let the dynasty go out. I mean, it's like the Patriots are like a it's like old Yeller, man. Let's just put them out the pasture and just. <laughs> Just put a bullet on him and be done. I don't want no more pay. I don't know retreads, man. He's not a oh, retread. He's a defensive oh, player of the year. Rod, help good. me out a little. He, well, no, he Please. won't be. Okay, he hold won't on. Be. I'm, I'm, what have these other guys done? What, have, what has Jamie Collins done to earn your yes. trust? What have these other Patriots done to – are any of them all pro-type guys? No, they're just kind of fillers. And, and, yes, there's some – stability with it with guys in a short season and no preseason that you want guys who know the system and that you know and trust yes there's some tip your hat to them for doing that but you need guys who are going to be outstanding players and i don't know if everson griffin still has that level of play in him well we'll see at least he's better than what you know other guys that they had on their bench or practice squad can we go there at least 
Yeah, you, you can go there. I think he will be serviceable, certainly. And he might even be good in some games. And they don't need him to play full time. They're just going to rotate him in that mix. And every once in a while, he'll make a good play. That's fine. You're, you're giving up a six-round pick. Which one of your six-round picks have made this team and made a true impact? Not very many. How many fifth rounds? How many fourth rounds? How many second rounds? The third round, we got Kenny Galladay, so I won't bring that up. But don't even get me in started with first-round picks either. That, speaking of that, Jeff Akuda, what have you seen from him through six games so far? Is he a number one worthy Which, pick, the third in the draft? You could have gone different directions with that. Yeah. And, and I don't know, at cornerback, you need to come out the first couple of games and knock my socks off for that number three overall pick. Uh, but what else were you going to do with it? Is, is there another Take guy? Tua? Take yeah. Tua? Well, I mean. He starts this week. Yes. Yes. He, he starts yeah. this would you be week. Three and three with Tua? Would you be yeah. three and three with Tua? Yes, I, we would. I, I, I don't know. We be in well, the schedule is pretty bad. The, the games yeah. that they've won yeah. are against bad teams for the most part. So I, I think there's something to that, but I think they're trying to still make something with this roster instead of just tearing it all down to the studs and starting over. So we, we've seen that also with the Pistons, who you want them to flush everything out and get the, the, the veterans out of here too and just work with some young guys, and you can take a couple of years of that. So the Lions might – be better served to do the same, but this is down that same road where you're going to ride those veterans and see if you can get one more sort of good ride out of this. I'm just about ready to hop back on the bandwagon. And I've been off because I'm tired Don't of getting. I'm tired of getting beat. I'm tired of getting beat. If they win this week, they're four and three. I'm gonna. I'm back on. I'm so. I won't even be mad at Patricia anymore. That's. I'm. I'm a sucker. I'm back on if they win this week. Man, iron pyrite. Iron pyrite. Fools. Gold. What? Who would they be? I don't who care. It don't matter. It, I'm, it, it, I'm starting to get the itch record. again. I'm it's getting a, okay. So what, what, again. What, what are we saying here? Help me. Are you Go. are you saying you're back on the bandwagon? Help me. I'm caring again. That, hey, Rob. What is the name of that? But was the pirate's booty? That's what you need. The pirate's booty. You think you're getting gold? So are, you're getting pirate's booty. Are are you playing the games? Are are you um? Is there a little wager that you, that's motivating this no. return to no. fandom? No. Okay. Then, just, then it's just crazy. It's okay. Crazy. Listen, the last two weeks, I'll admit it, and I've told you guys, I've been rooting against them. I, I wanted the Jags to win. I, I I'm like, just win. Let's get these clowns out of here. Then last week, uh, Atlanta finally Atlanta's playing someone that's worse than them at losing leads. And what happens? Todd Gurley. After, did you see the video, by the way, today that's out? That in the no, huddle, in the huddle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw no, it, Clarence. No, no. This is directly at Gurley. This is, this is yeah. Matt Ryan in the huddle. Okay, Todd, you're getting the ball. Just get the one, two yards, get the first down and lay down. He's like, do not score. Do not score. <laughs> and Todd. This is, this is Chris Webber. Chris Webber, we do not have any more timeouts. Everybody yes. good? No oh, more timeouts. This is worse because it was quiet. At least Chris Listen, Webber man. and uh, His instincts, Eric Reed and those yeah, guys, bro, it, was, instincts, it was loud. Your instincts take off, man. So anyway, Atlanta does what they do, and the Lions drive – how do you not root for them? They went, they went yeah, eighty man. yards in a minute. Oh, no, I get it, man. It was fun. I'm like, yeah, you, you okay. Root for them, you have to be, you have to be entertained. But yeah. where is it going? It's rooting for the playoffs in order to do what? Well, to, play, to play, to so play the Rod, Bears in the playoffs and to get the Bears. What? I don't know, man. So, Rob, we talked to Michael here uh, Tuesday, and I asked Mike this question. I'm going to ask you, like, look, man, I, T.J. Hawkinson 
will disappear, and then when he shows up, he shows up. I think there's something there. He's a stud. And I get the and Michael Harris like, well, hey, look, you know, you know, here's the top three reasons why he's not getting the ball. What did he say? Uh he said Kenny, he said Kenny Galladay, Galladay, Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones, and Matthew and Stafford Matthew, will just yeah, hit whoever's whatever. open, that's who Matthew Stafford's throwing hey, to. I, I think that's a I think that's a great thing to do when you're the Chiefs and you have Travis Kelsey. What I liked is Travis Kelsey made his name when they didn't have all of those other names and they realized like they got something special there. And it was Alex Smith throwing him the ball. Do they need to let? Like, why don't they just let the kid loose? I'm still waiting for. I'm still waiting for a ten. Uh, like a, a. I'm still waiting for that crazy like fifteen or that ten to fifteen, hundred and eighty yard Kelsey type game because I think it, I think it can be there. And I don't want to hear all of this. Well, we're spreading the ball around. Like, no, the kid has a. He has more. He well, has more mismatches than they give him the ball. Look man. what the Raiders do with Waller. I mean, they, yeah, they, they like force where, feed him the they, ball. So they, they, they feed him. He just gets fed. And I, yes. I, I see your point, Clarence. I, I think that you can do that with Hawkinson, but Galladay is such a threat that you can say the exact same thing for Galladay. They don't feed him enough. Mm-hmm. And then you got the faction of folks who will say they don't feed DeAndre Swift enough. Well, what about Peterson? You have to establish some type of running game. Well, what about Kerryon Johnson? No, you don't. You just have to go score. Like, man, you're talented. So this is the thing. And I told a buddy of mine, we were talking about this. I was like, dude, the Chiefs almost got built on Kelsey. It was like, oh, Andy Reid realized, oh, I got a matchup problem. I'm going to milk it. And then he got another matchup problem. And then he was like, oh, I'm going to use that. And Like, I I never have see the Chiefs have these problems. And what I'm saying is you can have weapons – and spread it around and everybody can eat. But when you have mismatches, like, dude, just, like, let this – I just feel like there's still – like, he disappears. I just, And I don't know if that's no, just it's, him it's or if that's, if that's them. And it's it, you can't have a kid that talented that you just, oh, well, yeah. Oh, let's go back to him now. Yeah. But you're, you're talking about the drafts, and you're drafting him just as high. And, and to your point, you need to be using him a little bit more. But I think you want to try to use him in these situations where um, – Maybe they're not looking for him. Maybe the defense isn't uh, – well, they can't do much with him anyway, but like this touchdown, the, the go-ahead touchdown or the tying touchdown in this last game, it is – dude is just there. And everybody's going to lean and slide a little bit toward Galladay because they know that's the guy you really want to go to. But all of these guys could eat a little bit more. It's just the play calling and how you mix things these, these things up. And then Stafford, that's really the first time that we've seen Stafford – Put everybody on his back and yeah. go win a game for great. in a Amazing, number of man. years. A number of years. Man, I wish they could play like it's a last minute of the game. Yes, play, play it for sixty aggressive. freaking minutes. Yes, yeah. I, I get, I get. Play wanting, like the Chiefs. You got the talent. I get play it. like the Chiefs. I, I get wanting to establish the run, and I'm and I and I man, I I one hundred percent understands it. But as long as the ball. As long as the ball goes eight yards or five, I don't care how, man. Like I don't care if you throw a, a four yard dig to your to your tight end. I don't care if T, they come out and say, "Hey, we're going to go to TJ." The, the script will script the first five plays are going to go TJ Kenny, TJ Kenny Swift. I, I don't care. I'm okay with that. Just go where your talent is. Real, they have to figure out, just like Kansas City did, how they want that mix to go. And they've been feeding Swift the past couple of weeks. They've been feeding him the yeah. same sort of way, He's sort of along. to the detriment, to the detriment of Kyrion, yes. to the detriment of, of Peterson. And you've got to figure out how you want to structure the running game, how you got to structure this pass game. Marvin Jones has been sort of the forgotten man in the passing game too. Yes. So there's so many pieces, and the way that they built this offense is that 
they have those options. It's just on a given week, which one do you choose to do? The Raiders don't necessarily have the receivers the same way that the Lions do, so they have to go to Waller the, as much as they do. They don't have the running game necessarily that the Lions do or the potential for a running game. Now that you've got a Swift and you figure out how you best want to use him as that Swiss Army Knife guy, I think it's going to open up a lot more things for everybody else once you find that balance. Well, we know Atlanta doesn't have the defense. Indy, does, Indy has a hell of a defense. So the Colts are in town yeah. this week. Colts favored by three right now over the Lions. Uh, they don't really have a very good offense. So I, I don't know what the hell kind of game to expect here on Sunday. What are you looking for? I think the Lions have an opportunity to, to pile it up that uh, if they can get the offense clicking, and again, now one of these balanced teams, what you saw with Jacksonville and with Atlanta is they were better against the run, not as good against the pass. Now Indy's going to be one of the better defenses they, they faced in a while, yeah. kind of like the Cardinals to some degree. So what are they going to be able to do? Where do they find that weakness and get that going? And then their defense is really going to have to hold them because like Jonathan Taylor uh, uh, Hines, what are you going to do with that defense to give yourself more opportunities and more chances with the ball to do something with it? Are you kicking a bunch of field goals? Do you just need yeah. a couple of touchdowns? I think that the Lions probably need 21 points, and if their defense holds up, they should be fine. Phil Rivers is going to be a sitting duck. Yeah, he can't move. I mean, it. It, but but to that point, though, all of a sudden now, that's where you know your screens and your draws and your. I mean, they they are. I will say this: when the Colts, Frank Wright is doing an amazing job of getting Jonathan Taylor the ball in space and using him. And I guess that's kind of what I'm looking at too, man. It, it, I look at the league and I'm like, if you have a weapon, you just you you almost just have to be willing to milk it. You you just you can't lose sight like. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is a weapon that the Seahawks, and I get it. People say, okay, yeah. well, you can't have Metcalf and Lockett go off in the same. Yes, you can. This, this idea that you can only feed one dog is crazy to me. Yeah, and, and, but see, I think with, with the Lions, and to your um, Philip Rivers point, he's only been sacked five times this year, so his offensive right. line has done a much better job of protecting him. But it, the Lions have to really get after it now, and that's one of the things that Frank Reich said the other day is the Lions' run defense has enabled them to do a lot of other things, to go after the quarterback a little bit more. And you get into third and long situations and predictable passing downs where you can send your guys, you can go on a blitz on a third and eight, third and nine, where most of the season they haven't been able to do that. But I think the Lions, they have the opportunity here. If they can get to four and three, and what we've kind of seen out of the Bears and – yeah. Green Bay really has, has been up and down a little bit um, this year, too. They're good. They, they're, they're good. But but that, that one game, uh, their one loss was just sort of, ooh. To Tampa. They really are. But to Tampa. I, there's, and we came all the way back to Brady after all of right. this. People love – people are all over this Buccaneers team. They're ranking them first in the NFC. Yes. They don't, they don't even talk about the Steelers. Steelers are unbeaten. They're playing the Ravens at 5-1. to one. But they're talking about they're talking about those guys. Yes. They're talking about the Buccaneers. When they're clicking, they no, have no, no holes, think, I, man. I mean, I, I like Brady. I think he's he's finding a, a, another version of himself. But the Steelers are the truth. They are absolutely the truth. And, and Roethlisberger uh, just being consistent. He doesn't have to be great. He can just be consistent, and that defense gives him an opportunity. And Ravens the same sort of way. But they do have two quarterbacks that are playing very well this year. Man, it's going to be a good weekend. Rod, I, I do want to get your thoughts on, you know, it. <laughs> I know the Packers and the Vikings have a, a hell of a rivalry in the two states, Wisconsin and Minnesota, but 
What'd you make of Aaron Rodgers coming out and supporting Mike Zimmer? I thought that was interesting, if not weird. Everything is weird this year. I mean, nothing, <laughs> nothing should surprise you. And Aaron Rodgers is just a, a different type of dude anyway. I mean, to talk about a guy who's been counted out this year and they thought he was just going to be washed up and throw him in the scrap heap, and then he's coming back and having another Aaron Rodgers year. So, yeah, nothing should surprise you. Unbelievable. Hey, uh, we can't let you go without talking a little NBA. Uh, they were trying to get this Christmas Day game going, and, and the NBA Players Association say, nah. You mean Ron? Yeah, yeah, LeBron says, no, no, no. We need another few weeks off at least. Let's shoot for Martin Luther King weekend. Uh, fill us in on uh, the NBA f- uh, follies. No, I mean, you're, you're trying to start the season on December 22nd. You just finished on October 11th. Yeah. So you're giving two months off for people yeah. who were in the bubble? Yeah, you can do it. LeBron just won't be there. You, you'll have the Lakers and everybody else. So this Christmas schedule that you'll put together will be a LeBronless Christmas Day game. Then you want to talk about load management? If they get these guys back in December, you will see load management like you have never seen before yeah. from the teams that were in the bubble because they're not ready to get back and play. But kind of to the the to the to the league's point, you have to get back on some sort of calendar. And that magic number of 72 is to fulfill the television um, arrangements and the contract there. So this is, like we say, it's always about the money. Everything leads back to the money. Never forget that. But I get LeBron's point because, you know, you figure, and and people got to understand this because this is huge. The typical NBA season, the finals typically end what uh, end of the June. It was about mid June at the at the latest. You would yeah. say third week, right? So we're always yeah. talking about sure. anywhere between the fifteenth and the twenty first. The NBA season ends, and then October is well. Now, again. yeah, you're talking about like, but you, no, I mean you're talking about training camp at the end of September, and typically by Halloween, normally the NBA season. Well, I've seen some Halloween kick uh, tip offs and things like that, right? So we're, we basically take the whole month of October, and that's typically training camp. Traditionally, right? This would be the no, equivalent. It's, it's probably a little bit mid mid October is when the okay. season yeah. typically starts. Okay, so we're talking about the equivalent of of August fifteenth, twentieth, something like that. Two, that's man, that's nothing. You're talking about these guys losing an additional month and a half of rest and recovery. It is that is bad for your product. I no, know your they cal- just your lost. calendar's off. It's it would still be in September on your calendar. It would still be in September. No, but, but no, it wouldn't. But it wouldn't thing, because it would be. It would be. It would basically be toward the end of October or uh, August. If if okay. this if they were doing exactly what they're talking about doing, right? I mean, it's in, too in early. The, ma- the math would be so like only a two, two only a two month break. Only a two month. Okay. Is what Clarence is saying. They would be. Right. They would be coming but, back in August. I'm not ready for it. To be honest with you, I'm. I'm. I want to chill for a while. I, I don't want to see basketball yet. But here's the thing: is there, there? It's it's a bigger plan of trying to get back. Let, a let them play the Olympics if they can do that, and that's another way to to get your brand out there internationally. So that's important to the league. And even if they started in December, you got to recoup some of that money. So the players are going to end up bending on this because salaries are going to be affected. The cap is going to be um, affected a little bit, and so the players who really need to get these bigger contracts with free agency coming up and then next summer being a bigger free agency year that those numbers are going to be based off this year. So it's to the players detriment to say, no, we don't want to do it. Lose the Christmas money, lose that early January money and then condense that contract. You still can't get 72 games in and do the Olympics. Now the the only way that they get through this is to say, Hey, the Olympics are going to get pushed back or just screw the Olympics completely. 
and let's just do a 72 game schedule and start in January. That's you probably can't the only start way this is going in work. January when some of these teams just ended at the end of March. I mean, you're talking about 10 months. The Pistons, so when did the Pistons officially end? When did they, when did they, they, never, really, they never really well, started? So they shut down March 11th. <laughs> I mean, if you start March in January, you're talking about. You're talking about damn near a year or 10 months between meaningful basketball games, man. There ain't no way. Clarence, Clarence, the league ain't about them. The league is not about them or Atlanta or any <laughs> no. of these other teams. They're about Nobody LeBron. Nobody cares about that. They're about LeBron and Antetokounmpo. That's what they're about. So that was a, that was a, that was a don't, don't drink your juice uh, message. Message! <laughs> hey Rod, thanks a million, man. Always good seeing you and hearing from you. We'll continue to read you, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Anytime, guys. Appreciate it. All right, that's my man Rod Beard, our guy from the Detroit News. Make sure you check him out. And uh, good stuff. Uh, sports all culminating again, but it is way too early way for, too for early, hoops man. to start. I think my, I think our buddy Danny B. My man from North Bergen, New Jersey, the guy I grew up with, yeah, is on, is on the horn with us uh, on the video. Danny, you there? He's not on. He tells me he tells me he videoed in. Dave, check him out. Let's see. Want me to have him call instead? I love doing this right on on the air. Money lines. Anyway, Danny B's got his free picks. Call at 877-828-0120. Give him a holler anytime. He'll give you the free picks and then if you want to delve into more NFL after that or some college, He'll take care of you. 877-828-0120. You, you were talking to me about uh, yeah, taking man. a little. You were talking to me before about taking a little nest egg. Yeah, little, take a little chump. Throw it, throwing a little nest egg. Yes. Don't you know? Don't tell your, don't tell no, your wife no, or your no. family what's Hell going no. on. Just, Never just take a few bucks. Yes. And tell me, tell me what your goal is. Just to uh, hit a little no, bit listen, every man, week. Just like a little bit every week, and then I, I want to try and like you know. Make like a little like end of the year over so over, over the course of a season I want to try and get up about ten grand. What 10 do I grand. need to play? So I used to ask Danny like, what do I need to play? Like, how do I need to come out? What do I need to bet each each week for me to to plus myself up about ten grand at the end of a season? Well, how much are you investing? That's what I need. I'm not asking. You want to make ten I don't, grand? I, you don't. You aren't the person to tell me these things. Uh, this is where I need. I can Danny. help. I can help you. You sure? Well, not, not as much as Danny. <laughs> Danny does this for a living. Hey, so look, man, what is the money line? Like, what is that? The minus 250 plus two, what is that? Okay, on a money line, if it says yeah. minus 250, that yes. means that's a favorite. So you have to lay 250 oh. in order to win 100. Oh. And if it's a plus number, plus 250, that means you're, that means you're laying 100 to win 250. Danny B., we got like a minute left, uh, my man. You're on with Maz and Clarence. What's up, brother? I'm doing well here. What happened, what happened to the video? I can't. I don't know. We can't see you on the video, and th- and your phone is horrible, by the way. Well, how about maybe it's your phone? It could be. It's a combo. <laughs> da- hey, Danny, I was just telling everybody about your number eight seven seven eight two eight zero one two zero. Tell people what they could expect to hear when they call you. Well, if you call that number every if you call that number every day, there'll be free winners on a recorded message. You're right. The connection is pretty bad, Tom. It's better now. Uh, Keep going. It's better now. Okay. Well, there's winners there daily on a recorded message. You got to call every day, though. Don't just call here and there. <laughs> you know, we had a rough weekend uh, last weekend. We're going to bounce back strong this weekend. If you have a minute, I got some free plays for you. Yeah, give it to us. You got 30 seconds. Right. We like the Bears to bounce back. The we Bears. like Seattle to bounce back. We like the Raiders to bounce back. So we like three teams to bounce back. 
Bears plus four and a half, Seattle minus three, Raiders plus two and a half to three. But call that number the day of the games, okay? Every day the lines will be updated. Information's better, Tommy. But I logged into that video. I'm going to try it again next week. We've okay, got to get this right. We're going to get it right. We're going to get you here so we can see your pretty face. And then Jamie uh, Jamie know, might walk into the picture as well, your wife. That's yeah. what we really want to see. I had the lighting perfect. Oh. All I needed was a candle. <laughs> Damn it. It's been beautiful. All right, brother. Hey, uh, All right, how, how, how about Bye-bye. those North Bergen Bruins, huh? How about them? There you yeah, go. About them. All right, Bye-bye. brother. Danny B is free winners, 877-828-0120. Thanks for listening to The Wrap. Maz and Clarence Black. Thanks to Dave B and uh, Kelsey behind the glass. Stevie Mack helping us put the show together. Rod Beard, as always. You have a good weekend, my friend. You too, man. Be good, baby. Why don't you start with like 100 bucks? all right? I'll give you – why don't you play those three games? No, hell Bears? no. Listen, listen. Listen. Bears, Seattle, Vegas. Play those three. Let's see how he goes. Let's see how you do. Bucks? Play a hundred bucks on those three games. All right. All right. You need help? I'll help you out. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the rap on NRM Streamcast. <laughs>